Hello and welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. The list you cannot see is an odd mishmash. I was trying to see if there was a theme. There was a lot of stuff about the network that's about to come up. I'm going to pimp some personal stuff. But other than that, there's not a whole lot of uh, neuroses, no, but anxieties, yes. Things that made me anxious. I'm just going to slam through the list, um, being it's, you know, a big list, but um, I'm going to spend a little bit of time on each of them. First off, last week I talked about time management with my new job. Well, it turns out I need to work on some time management on the network stuff because we had a couple of fuck-ups. Not horrible fuck-ups. Well, one moderately horrible, one not at all. The not at all fuck-up was that we misrecorded half of uh, D20 Proof and we we were going to record episodes 23 and 24, and we ended up not recording the first half, which would have been episode, what would have been 23. We ended up recording what would be 24, and then that became 23. So that worked out, because then I only had to edit one episode of D20. But it sucks, because we had to do this weird recap of what had happened on, quote-unquote, the last episode, even though there was no last episode. I also mistakenly deleted, I take full accountability here, I mistakenly deleted uh, the new episode of Mr. Right and had to re-record that and then edit it because I'm an idiot. So that kind of sucked. Those were two mistakes we had never made before on the network, um, accidentally deleting or not recording an episode of something. But it happens. We're humans. I don't like being a human. But what are you going to do? I'm still a human. So that was interesting. On a positive note on the network, we're going to be uh, getting a provider page, hopefully very soon, on iTunes that will aggregate um, all of our shows, as I think we've got like six, seven, eight. I have no fucking clue. And we've got a couple more down the pike that uh, Liz and I have been talking about. Plus, I still have it on my notes to start working on the social media-specific podcast, which Deb was wondering if there's going to be an audio component, and I guess there could be. I don't know. I think that'd be very interesting to randomly do an audio component to Fear Agents. That's once again something I'm going to have to look into when I have the time to really break down the mechanics of what I'm trying to do, because I want to do it well. I don't want to go in half-heartedly and just go, yes, we're starting it, because I want a new show, and then A, I don't have the time to put in, or B, I lose complete direction of it because I'm trying to do so much in terms of the social media aspect, the picture, uh, the graphic design aspect, and the audio components. But on the note of editing a bunch of stuff and the time management from the new day job, which has been working very early morning, so I do a lot of stuff in the afternoons now, which is the opposite of how it used to work. My note says, it's editing time, which in my head sounds like the thing saying it's clobbering time, but I'm not the thing, so it's editing time. My first day off um, was, I kind of had a weekend, uh, two days off, and I ended up editing, I think, one, two, three episodes, like bam, bam, bam. You know how you do that? You quote unquote sleep in till seven in the morning. That's right, that's sleeping in. So that I have plenty of time in the morning that I just wake up and go, okay, what shows are prioritized? What ones do I can I leave for another hour or two? But I got them all done. And it weirded me out because I was like, 
holy shit, it's the second day of my weekend, and I don't have a whole lot to do. I have to record this. I've already posted no applause, just the clap. To Facebook, I had to make a few changes to that charity flyer I was talking about last week or a couple weeks ago, maybe, and get that sent off. Uh, I had to run out to a Starbucks to utilize some uh, public Wi-Fi for reasons. But other than that, like, I'm home. It's very early afternoon, and I've got nothing to do. Once I'm done recording this, I'm going to play a massive amount of catch-up with stuff I watch and talk about on no applause. And it's nice, like, and tomorrow, I don't work until I have a stray night shift for some strange reason. I don't know if they're trying to test me, uh, but I'm pretty sure I'm becoming the god of the morning shifts. So I don't think my night shifts will be all that uh, consistent. But I don't work until, like, the early evening, so I'm like, cool, uh, with nothing to do other than edit a show, uh, which would be this. I'm going to play catch up on all the stuff uh, I watch. So it's really nice that I'm actually developing a innate time management uh, and acclimating to the schedule of the new day job. It also gives me the time to work on my D&D campaign. The first world, if you don't listen to D20 Proof, I think they're still on the first world because we recorded so far ahead is a town called Mercy, which if you're an uber nerd, you will realize that is a Doctor Who reference. And I do things like that because if the players catch some of my references, which sometimes are obscure um, or so obtuse and specific, they'll know what could happen or what influenced me writing that chunk of the campaign. We've been playing the second half, which I'm not going to talk that much about because it'd be spoilers for D20, and it would be it, I'd, it's, I'd eat up this entire podcast, uh, recapping a lot of that. But right now, uh, the D20 proof, they're on a town called Mercy. As, like I said, we're so far ahead, we're actually playing in a different world, which Brandon, my friend Brandon, uh, conceptualized and wrote and is running. And then they're going to go through another one of my worlds, and Brandon does such a great job uh, DMing and adding these little, like, contextual flavors to the world that I don't. Um, I focus more on the journey rather than the peripheral, the backgrounds. I go, look, you're on this world. Here's the thing. Go fuck it up or go find it or go find it and fuck it up or you need to find this thing. It, whatever. Um, it, it's not necessarily as simple as point A to point B, but when I conceptualize the world, it is very like, why are they here? Okay. Point them in a direction and see if they do it. But he added so much flavor to, and, and context to the world. Um, the mythology of the world that we're on right now in D20 that it made me want to be a better DM and I'm going back and I made a whole bunch of notes for my world that I'm going to have to uh, go back and change uh, a few things and add a few things and get rid of a few things. But it reminded me a lot of writing. It was, I, I don't mind it, but it gave me the time. And it's a lot of fun because I get to sit here and dick around with nerd stuff. Like, what's the god of this thing? And what does that god do? And like, well, now what's the context of the bad guy? And what's his influence on this world that they're suddenly on? And it's, well-timed because I just got done reading a series of books. Uh, it's a 
graphic series of graphic novels. Uh, the title of it is Transmetropolitan by Warren Ellis. Highly recommend it. It's basically cyberpunk Hunter S. Thompson. Um, and I'm a big fan of Warren Ellis. I'm a big fan of Hunter S. Thompson. And when I return to the world of Transmetropolitan or Transmet, it always makes me want to write. Mostly about politics um, like I used to. I When I was dating a girl, uh, I was getting paid to write for a website. It was fantastic. I loved being able to pay my part of the rent with writing and I didn't need to have a job that didn't involve scotch and writing, which is my goal uh, with this network, is to have a job that is mostly talking at a microphone and scotch. Um, or drinking in general. It didn't have to be scotch. But scotch is what I uh, drank when I wrote about politics, because I don't know why, but those, it just was like... I am a working journalist. I am a working writer. Give me scotch. Um, and I would drink a lot of Laphroaig. So it works that like it sparked that creative, uh, that innate creative instinct I've got to, well, create, uh, to write. So I'm using that to do uh, work on stuff for D20 and for my friends who are going to play a world. And it's like, I don't want you to think like, you know, outside the walls of this place, Nothing exists because I didn't create it. Like, let's have a more immersive world. Um, and like I said, thank you, Brandon. I don't know if he listens to this uh, regularly or not, but he made me want to be a better DM, the fucker. Speaking of acclimating to day jobs, I got news that my old day job closed. I am a weird angel of death. Um, I talked about this weeks ago that... I'll watch a movie with an actor and then they'll die or I'll wear a shirt with Heath Ledger on it and then he'll die. This is beyond that. Uh, this is, I have worked at three places now um, that once I leave, they close. No, technically four, technically four. Three cafes and a comic book store. And so when you say like, this place couldn't run without me, good luck. But you know in the back of your mind that it's going to keep on trucking, maybe not as well, but it's going to keep on trucking. I can honestly say that when I leave a place and go, you possibly could not do this without me. I'm right. I'm right. Now, part of that is maybe the owners don't listen to me. Maybe I do such a good job that I am truly indispensable to the machine as the biggest cog in it. Sometimes it's just purely coincidental that, like when I was working at Mile High Comics, the shop was one of the lowest earners, um, and it was going to close anyway. I'm sad to see another independent business close. They were a great company. Uh, they still are in my mind. It, it sucks. Luckily, I found a different day job, and I'm not hugely impacted by it, uh, them closing and suddenly finding myself out on the street, as it may be. Lastly, yes, that's how fast I'm slamming through this list. There's something I've been doing online for months now that I haven't talked about. Makes it sound like I'm in porno, but I'm not. Is it weird? I actually was thinking about this. Uh, I was reading something where they kept saying porno instead of porn, and it seems so awkward that they said porno the way I just did. Like, instead of saying porn, um, I think... Porn has a harder effect on 
the ear on the mind than porno does. Porno sounds very archaic and antique. But anyway, I am not in porn. See how I did that correctly in my own mind there? I started a new page on Facebook called Headbook. And Headbook started out as a joke um, where I would talk to Deb and text her these horribly inappropriate things. And she would go, what the fuck? And I would go, it's not Facebook, it's Headbook, which means it stays like in your head. I started Headbook. It is fiercely, sometimes freakishly honest. Sometimes it's freakishly weird. It's literally whatever occurs to me at the time to write their stuff about me raping my own liver. There's stuff about looking at old pictures of uh, ex-girlfriends and how that affects me. There's just thoughts about things like that would be on here. Like, what is the evolutionary point of eyebrows? Um, why do the tops of your eyes have to be warm? Why is that a thing? Um, I'm sure there's a scientist that would go, well, this is why. But I'm not a scientist, and he's not on this show. And once again, that's a Google thing, not a this show thing. So I invite you to visit uh, Facebook. Uh, it's like whatever, www.fb or facebook.com uh, backslash probably headbook. Um, all one word. Uh, it's a guy vomiting into a toilet, I think is the logo, because um, that's how I see myself on Headbook, is just vomiting all the stuff, that, that the, the demon potato bugs that just fall out of my skull when there is no filter between uh, brain and mouth. Once again, much like this show, fiercely honest, uh, fiercely weird. It's just me, uh, completely unfiltered. I post there maybe two or three times a week, sometimes more, sometimes less. It depends on how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling. Um, but I, you want more insight into me, and I can't imagine you would after listening to this podcast, not this specific one, but this show in general. Headbook is the place to go. That's it. That's the list you cannot see. Um, I think I'm looking through the list itself. Nope, hit on everything. So from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacn.com podcast.com your home for almost bacon and banjo